I don't blame Biden or Trump for inflation. Inflation has impacted all of us. The price of almost everything has spiked faster and harder than any time since the 1980s. Now, few things can obliterate a modern economy more than out-of-control inflation. So this is a big deal. The Fed has tried to contain inflation by aggressively raising interest rates. The sharp rise in interest rates has, among other things, brought the housing market to almost a complete halt, as affordability has made it far more difficult for the typical family to be able to afford a home. Of course, Americans just don't seem to have the ability to rally together around a crisis anymore. Instead, we just prefer to play the blame game. Conservatives, of course, blame Biden's economic policies for inflation, and progressives point to the record deficits that were accumulated during the Trump administration. Hmm. Now, there's a number of factors that cause inflation. International supply chain issues, a scarcity of raw materials, and a tight labor market all can play a role. But government spending and a sharp increase in our money supply, those are the primary culprits. When you increase the amount of money in the system, the value of the dollar just goes down. It's just basic math. Now, the COVID-19 pandemic caused more disruption in our economy than anything we've seen in more than a century. Now, I know there's a million arguments whether we did the right thing, whether we acted appropriately. Some people think we didn't do enough and others think we just overreacted. But the fact is, over a million Americans lost their lives to COVID-19. And for all we knew at the time, that might have been 10 million people. So we did what we thought we needed to do. I honestly think that most politicians and business leaders did the best they could with the information they had at the time. During the pandemic, unemployment reached 13%. That's the highest level since the Great Depression. And the Trump administration, not wanting to see millions of people hungry or tossed out of their homes, quickly implemented several programs, including PPP loans for small businesses, foreclosure and eviction moratoriums, and they literally gave away free money to about 100 million Americans. Remember those Donnie dollars? These programs injected not billions, but trillions of dollars into our system. And when Biden took office, he picked up where the last administration left off and passed an enormous infrastructure bill that added even more money into a system to stimulate an economy that was still reeling from COVID-19. Now, there's little doubt that the unprecedented amount of economic stimulus we deployed between 2020 and 2022 is the primary reason why inflation is what it is today. But what choice did we have? What was the alternative? The government must have considered the potential consequences of so much new money in the system. But clearly, they believed that it was better to err on the side of caution. You could argue that both administrations put too much money in the system. However, if the current and previous administrations had done too little instead of too much to keep the economy afloat, the suffering in this country and perhaps around the world could have been exponentially worse. In fact, it's not a stretch to say that it could have made the Great Depression look like a mere speed bump. Now, for the first time in a while, Experts are taking or talking about a soft landing. Inflation has decreased for nine consecutive months, 
and the Fed is starting to consider a shift in its policies on interest rates. I don't think we're out of the woods yet, but things are definitely looking better. It has become the American way to point the finger rather than to debate solutions. But I'm going to stay on the sidelines of this time. If we all had to pay an economic price in the form of higher inflation to prevent tens of millions of mostly poor Americans from being tossed to the street, I'm okay with that. America did what it had to do. Thank you for listening to my blog and here's some extra comments and thoughts. You know, I've been thinking about this for a while. Inflation's a big deal. We're all dealing with it and it could wreck uh, an economy almost like nothing else. So, you know, the Fed has to do what it does and what it's currently doing. And it seems to be working right now, which is a good thing. But of course, everybody wants to point the finger and blame the Fed for not moving quick enough or Trump for all his spending and stimulus or Biden for the infrastructure bill or whatever. Um, That's all politics. I think more frequently about what could have happened. We lost a million people to COVID-19. If things had gone a little bit differently, that number could have been 10 million people. And if the disease was something different than it turned out to be, who knows? It might have been 50 million people. I think the people in charge did the best they could with the information they had. And I don't begrudge anybody. It was a good test of our system. And I think we passed that test. So like I said in the blog, if the price that we're paying today for keeping people in their homes, for keeping people having food on the table, for keeping people from losing their jobs or maybe losing their lives, I think it's a small price to pay. So instead of just looking at the negative, which is what all the media and all the elected officials want us to do every day of the week, we should be grateful, grateful that things weren't worse and that we made some good choices along the way. And not every decision that was made was a good one, but the net result was pretty good. We might come out of this whole situation without a recession and without things being much worse than they were. So I'm feeling grateful. I'm not in the mood to point the finger at anybody. When it's all said and done, we can do some analysis of what occurred and be better prepared next time. And that's just the best that we can do. Thank you.